Hey, what's up, Redeemer City Church and our friends online? Uh, tonight, uh, as you get ready to retire for the evening, hopefully some of you will at least watch this right before uh, you get ready for bed and rest tonight. Uh, I want to encourage you with just a couple thoughts about the Lord uh, this evening, and hopefully you have a moment where you can just take a deep breath and. Uh, have a moment of solitude with the Lord. Um, I was reminded today uh, in the scripture of John chapter 11 where where Jesus goes and visits Mary and Martha and Lazarus has just passed away and he comes on his own timetable. He does not rush there. He takes his time. And obviously Mary and Martha are like, we know what you're capable of. We know who you are. And Jesus comes and challenges um, their assumptions about who he is and what he's capable of. And so uh, it's a powerful story. And let me just read a couple uh, pieces of the story to you. In John chapter 11, uh, verse 25, we we see Martha uh basically says Jesus to Jesus, you know, I, I know you can heal him. I know you could have healed him, but you didn't. You you didn't come when we needed you. And I know he's gonna I know Lazarus is gonna rise in the last day, the resurrection day, when you come again, but we wanted him now. And so Jesus replies to her in John eleven twenty five and says this Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. What a powerful statement in the heels of tragedy. Martha had just lost Lazarus and was weeping and mourning and stricken with grief. And yet she's declaring what she knows to be true about the Lord. Uh, There's this thought that's been running in my mind this week that when you know who God is, you don't have to know what he's up to. You know, if if my family members ask to borrow something, um, I don't always know what they're going to do with it, but I trust them. So I don't follow up on that. You know, if my in-laws need to borrow my car or if, you know, somebody else needs to use my computer or, and, and these are silly examples, but, but I think it's a concept that we understand uh, in our human experience that when we know who somebody is, We trust them. And so this statement by Martha right here uh, is telling us something about who God is, not just what he can do. I think there's a temptation when we're facing difficulty to jump to what God's capable of before we ever rest in who he is. And I'm not saying that's easy. It's actually really difficult because... Uh, when you know what somebody's capable of, uh, 
uh, we, we quickly want to jump to that. But as we've been talking about as a church body, we don't always have the big picture. But we understand God's ways are higher than our ways. We understand that He can take what is evil and use it ultimately for good, even if in this proximate, this temporary, this sense now, it doesn't seem good. We know that God can use it for good. And then we learn a little bit more about who God is. Listen to this. Um, Jesus comes and Martha brings him to the place where Lazarus had passed away, the place where he was laid in the tomb. And Jesus walks up to the scene and he sees Mary, Martha's sister, weeping over Lazarus. And listen to what happens here. Verse 33, When Jesus saw her, Mary, weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And then John 11:35 says, Jesus wept. We learn something about the Lord here, that even though he's capable of bringing Lazarus back to life, he is moved by the experience of people that he loves. This is beyond our understanding, but it is comforting to know that God ultimately controls the outcomes of this life, but that he's moved in his spirit, that he's deeply moved by the suffering of of people that he loves. And so the story goes on um, in verse 40. Jesus says, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? And so they move the stone and Jesus says in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Uh, and of course the story goes, Lazarus comes out. But I think we learn a pretty important um, lesson that that God being able to identify and feel the sorrow of the people that he loves is really important and really encouraging. Um, but it doesn't change what he's capable of. It's why we pray. It's why we have taken 21 days. Today's day 19. It's why we have over and over and over and over again come before the Lord because we know what he's capable of. But even before that, we want to rest in who he is, knowing that he cares for us, he cares for the people of this world, and he is ultimately working all things together for good to those that love him. Even if we can't understand it, uh, we can trust our Father in heaven. What a wonderful truth that is. Um, we're going to pray here in just a second. and as we have been for uh, 17, 18, now 19 days in a row uh, for those affected by the virus, for those um, on the front lines working. We're praying for the mercy of God. Um, and I just want you to know, Redeemer City Church, that I'm praying for you as well. I know that uh, most of us will not come out of this completely unaffected, that there will be wounds somewhere whether they are economic or spiritual or mental or whatever the case may be. Um, uh, I'm praying for you and our elders are praying for you. And um, 
Jesus himself uh, is able to empathize with what you are going through. And so uh, be encouraged by that tonight. And you can go to bed resting in the fact that you have a God who not only understands, but hears and cares for his people. And so be encouraged by that tonight. Amen. And then don't forget, uh, you can join us tomorrow again uh, for prayer. And then on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., join us for an online worship service uh, as we gather together digitally uh, and make the most of this opportunity. All right, let's pray. God, thank you for the chance to gather together by the miracle of technology. And we pray that you would be merciful towards the people of this world. Father, we don't deserve mercy, but we know that you are a merciful God. And as we think about your experience with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, uh, we see a piece of your character that is comforting. The fact that you were deeply moved when you saw Mary, who you cared about, uh, brokenhearted. And you were moved by that, and then you acted on that. And so, Father, I pray that you would hear the cries of your people tonight. That you would move with mercy and compassion on the people of this world. Father, draw their vision towards Jesus. Uh, He is our vision. And I pray that you would give every person uh, who is a part of the body of Christ all around the world the opportunity to point people to you as the only source of real hope that we have. And Father, I pray for those affected by the virus tonight that you would touch their body. I pray uh, as we are seeing stories of both death and life, people who are uh, losing the battle to this virus, but also people who are gaining victory. I saw a story today of a 93-year-old man who defeated the virus and is walking out of the hospital today. Uh, God, I pray for more stories like that. I pray that you would heal people, touch their body. Uh, I pray that you would be with those uh, working on the front lines, uh, those doctors and nurses and medical professionals that are working hard to save lives. I pray that you would strengthen them, encourage them, let them know that there is a church body around the world who's praying for them, supporting them, and loves them. I also pray for those uh, in government positions, in positions of leadership and authority, that you would give them wisdom to make right decisions in this pandemic. Uh, for the good of people and that your church would thrive in the midst of it and God we're thankful for Jesus tonight and it's in his name that we pray amen hey thanks for watching and uh, we look forward to connecting you uh, with you more uh, tomorrow and then Sunday as we gather online and uh, we love you praying for you and hope you have a great rest of your night